Welcome to Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine. This is the show about getting the most of your life. If you are in the process of changing your life, if you're seeking a community of like-minded people, looking for tips and strategies to make your new life stick, then this is the show to follow. Join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want. With the help of people much smarter than us. Through self-help techniques, we are training ourselves to think and behave more effectively so that we can be the best human being we possibly can in this short existence on planet Earth. Amen. That's right. Challenging our mind, body, and spirit. So join us on this journey as we document our lives changing with these new self-help techniques. The highs and the lows all documented right here on Live It or Waste It. Today's word of the day is gratitude. Gratitude. So let's try to embody that, people. Be grateful for this opportunity to change, to become the person that you always wanted to be. And be grateful for who you are and for having the wherewithal to say you want to get to a different place. Because most people don't, they don't even see themselves and they don't see their potential. They don't believe in themselves and they don't think that they could change. They think that's just the, that's what I was taught. I was taught people are, are what they are and they're never uh, able to change. Yes. I've, I've heard that many times myself. There's always a voice in the back of my head telling me, ah, people don't really change, but you know what? People do change. They just change after hard work. It doesn't happen overnight. And as you know, if you've been following us and you've been listening in the previous episodes, David and I have started this journey and how we've made changes in our lives and become more self-aware of who we are, what our goals are, what our strengths and weaknesses are, and what it is we'd like to change. That's right. And each week we come to you talking about the highs and lows of how it's going. How are those changes going? And we're bringing you tips and strategies that we're adopting and we're trying out. And some of them we think work really well. Other times we look at something and go, no, that's not really effective. That might sound good in a video or read well in a book, but it's not real life change. So we're just we're just experiencing it. We're just like adding it to our daily and morning routines and seeing if it sticks, if it doesn't stick, if it's worth sticking, if it's worth talking about. And we try to share it with you and say, Hey, this is what's working for us. This is something, or that's something, this is something that we're struggling with and want to basically live it. So you could see if you want to try to adopt it and maybe it'll work for you and maybe it won't. Maybe something that doesn't work for us might work for you. We're all different. And in the, in the few months that we've been doing this, we have been struggling with, with the changes, with the new approach, because we're used to our old way of doing things. We've been doing it for so long that there is resistance. And that's part of something, what we've been talking about is that, you know, you have to be open to new ideas. You have to keep reminding yourself that this is new. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a lot of work. And so, so what have we done so far? Just to quickly recap, we've, um, We've organized our thoughts with a whiteboard, right? We got a whiteboard. Absolutely. I got my whiteboard right here. We've organized all our goals, our priorities, 
We've prioritized everything that we need to get done in order for our lives to be efficiently the way we want. Okay, and what else have we done? That's right. We've regimented our morning routines. That's right. So we got the morning routine, which is what we talked about last episode. I'm getting up at 6 a.m. I'm drinking my lemon water. I'm having a family moment. I'm listening to music. And I'm not picking up that cell phone the first thing I do when I wake up. That's right. And, you know, that actually kind of ties into today's show because a lot of our morning routine has to do with new healthy habits we've learned. And what what I found is that it's it's best to start new habits early in the morning because that way you're just doing them and you're not thinking so much about having to change something. But early in the morning, you have all your energy. It's a great way to start a new habit. What we're doing is we're taking our morning routine and we're making it not just the morning routine you're you happen to have because we all have our morning routines that we happen to have. We're doing it deliberately. There's a deliberate nature to our morning routine. And when you then want to add something to it, you are adding something deliberately to it and you are creating time. You're creating space for it. We talked a lot about not adding things into your life routine, not giving yourself goals in, in multitude at one time, because the more, goals and things that you change at a single time, the more likely you are to fail at them. So be very conscious, being very careful about how we add things, how we change things and how we tweak how we're living our lives and and being very mindful and purposeful when we add something from one of these, whether it be videos that we're watching or books that we're reading or experiences that we're having and sharing here. That's, that's good. You said mindful and purposeful because you have to continuously remind yourself that some of this isn't going to work out. Some of this is going to be very uncomfortable and it's okay if it doesn't work that you just have to try something else. It can't all be lemon water. You love that lemon water. <laughs> it can't all be lemon water. There ha- there's hard work in there. There's the hard work. It's not all lemon water. But as Dave said this week, our video of the week is focusing in on healthy habits. And the video that we've selected to focus on is the seven lifestyle changes you need to adopt to be a success. Seven ways by Evan Carmichael. Evan, our main man, Evan Carmichael. The Believe Nation, a lot of what we're talking about is filtered through him. He takes in, uh, he has a great YouTube channel. We're both subscribers to it. A lot of the ideas that we're implementing and experimenting with have come from Evan and his videos. So all props and credit uh, go to him where he's doing it. We're going to be going through his seven lifestyle changes you need to adopt to be a success today and see what we think of them if we've tried to adopt them and how they have changed or not changed our life number one establish a morning routine i think we know the audience knows where we stand on that one this one habit has made probably the biggest difference of of any habit that i've taken on and we've talked about this in length last week about how beneficial getting up and being energized and being prepared for the day can just change your productivity and your efficiency uh, by leaps and bounds. 
And I think I've talked enough about this at this point, both today and last time. But for those of you who are out there and listening to this, have you changed your morning routine? Have you attempted to implement a morning routine that is designed with purpose? And that's a quote from Evan from this video, designed with purpose. It's quite important and we want to hear back from you if you have to see if it has been transformational for you as well. You can always go to iTunes and leave us a review there and tell us how it's been, how your morning routine has been or not been. Number two, and this is an interesting one and I think one that people could overlook as not being important. Number two, create a better environment. I love this one. Because like you said, it's so, you know, out of the out of the box thinking, but it is important, like a workspace that you're sitting in on a daily basis for hours. You know, you have to if you're just got blank walls around you and nothing that's there to inspire you, then it's a waste of space. Yeah, my wife, we're, we're living in a sort of a transitional environment right now. We've just recently moved down to Florida and we haven't found our home yet since we're still selling our home up in New Jersey. And so a lot of the art, well, all the artwork up on the walls is somebody else's. I got to pair it right over my shoulder here embodying uh, the Florida lifestyle. But my wife bought me a, a vintage poster, reproduction of a vintage poster that uses the same phrase as my company. My company is Someone Talk Media. We make podcasting simple. And what that is, it says Someone Talked on it. And my, my company is Someone Talk Media. And she placed it in the bathroom, just in this little wall. But just having that bit of ownership in a space that's in flux and something to look at each and every day gives me purpose that, yes, my business is something and I'm building it and I'm making it better. And I get to look at this image that reminds me of that. And it's very powerful and it's a way of focusing myself. In fact, I probably should add that to my morning routine as far as looking at that and embodying that, yes, this is something real that I'm creating and it might be in the beginning stages now, but not get caught up on the details, become one and have a moment where I reflect on my vision of what I want my company to become. And you see how your mind is working now, David, because now you're, you're constantly thinking of how can I improve my morning routine? How can I improve the efficiency of my day? That's starting to become a habit. You're doing it sub subconsciously. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm trying to do it as consistently and we'll get into that in a little bit, but do, do it consciously and consistently. And listen, I have a mug that I'm drinking water from right now that says we can do this. Even little affirmations on a mug, if you're purposeful about it and it has a significance to you, can be more important than just a mug with a aphorism on it. Yeah, I have a mug that has Batman on it. And the reason I use, and I drink for this mug every day, one, because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I like Batman, but also because I know Batman, he works harder than anybody he wants to stay ahead of the joker he's got to outwork him and so that just reminds me i gotta work i gotta work every day i gotta work like batman would and also i have on my uh background on my computer i have the a picture of a potato sack and the reason why i have that is because i learned actually from evan carmichael that oprah winfrey had to wear a potato sack to school when she was a child. 
and now she's one of the most influential people in the world. But imagine how humiliating that must have been for her. And, and to have to go through something like that, you know, you feel you start feeling bad for yourself and complaining about how rough life is. Think about that. Think about what how Oprah came from wearing a potato sack to being where she is today. There are no excuses. And I think that ties into number three of today's list. Accept responsibility for everything. Yes. No complaining. Absolutely. And I think, Dave, what you're saying about Oprah Winfrey, I mean, she made the most of what she had. And she took what she had and wasn't, she wasn't sitting around blaming everybody or blaming her parents or blaming society or blaming anybody for having a potato sack. And if she did, then she got over it. And that's the thing. You could blame everybody for everything and you might be right. That's the thing. We're not saying, listen, people do really terrible things and people are put into situations that are really quite awful. But if you start sitting around blaming other people for your situation in life, then that's the situation you're going to have in life. It's just that simple. It may not be your fault for the position that you're in, but it's your responsibility to get out of it. Right. And I, you know what? I like to quote Jurassic Park in these circumstances. I don't blame people for misfortunes, but I do hold them accountable for them. Who said that? That was John Hammond speaking to Nedry. Wow. You really like that movie, huh? I mean, that was like 30 years ago. Uh, right. Well, you, sometimes you hold on to stuff. <laughs> but, but seriously, though, accepting responsibility is, is very difficult for some people, I've found. But that is just something you have to get over. You cannot move forward if you constantly sit around and have a pity party for yourself. Be the pity party crasher. You crash that party. It kicked the balloons and, and turned the cake over. You want to party poop the hell out of that party. If it's a pity yeah, party, literally. you poop it. Right in the punch bowl. Right. <laughs> I just got a really vivid image from that. So thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, and, and, I'm, and I think there's a deal because I know there's a difference between what I say and what I think. And accepting responsibility in my language is not necessarily accepting responsibility for everything in my thoughts. And that's where Tim Robbins will say when he does these incantations or self, which are basically aggressive affirmations to himself. But these things might seem silly to do. Like, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I know I am, I believe in myself. You know, these sorts of things might seem silly to say to yourself, maybe looking in the mirror, but you know what? These are the things that successful people do to motivate themselves to keep the negative thoughts at bay. And so if you're not doing it and you find that maybe you're saying the right things, but you're not thinking the right things, you want to maybe think differently. How do you start to think differently? Maybe it is looking at yourself in the mirror, in the eye and saying what you want to be thinking and saying it to yourself and see, and see if it has a difference. See if it affects you. See if it is a positive thing in your life. And if it's not, if it seems silly when you, you do it a few times, you know, not the first time, do it a few times, maybe do it for, how about 21 days? 
You could do it for 21 days and see if it changes your attitude. See if you're not doing better then than you were 21 days previously. And maybe you could particularly correlate the two. Why not? It doesn't hurt anything and it certainly doesn't cost anything. And remember to have an open mind and a good attitude about it. Otherwise, it don't waste your time. You're wasting your time and effort if you're not believing in what you're trying to do and being open to it at least. It, it goes back to the second change on our list, which is create a better environment. You have to have people around you who are of the same mind, who are not always complaining, who are, aren't professional victims. If your friends are all professional victims, you need to get some new friends because they're just going to try to drag you down with that. Successful people have successful friends. That's just a hard truth. And sometimes you have to make hard decisions. The next item on our list, number four, take action. So we've been talking a lot about thinking and getting your head on straight and thinking about what you want to do, but it's not only about thinking things. You have to take action on it. You have to prioritize the important versus the not important and move on it, not wait till tomorrow, 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 excuse, excuse, well, somebody has me doing this, or I have to go to a wedding, or I have to do this, or I have to do that. Uh-uh. You have to take action on it. You have to be actively moving that ball down the field, or you're never going to get a touchdown. Yes, that's what we have found, you know, in doing this change, this makeover, is that when we are, um, or at least that's what I found, when I am prioritizing and like laser focused on a particular goal or task, it gets done. It gets done. If I purposely block out any distractions, understand what my distractions are and block them out and I just work on whatever it is, it gets done. You know, most of the time people start things and then they some for whatever reason, they stop in the middle or even stop right before it's almost done. What you have to do is you have to eliminate all the distractions so that you can take action and finish whatever goal it is that you're trying to accomplish. And maybe you'll fail. Maybe you will fail. Failure is an option. Life is about risk. You have to take that risk take the risk, fail or not fail. And if you do fail, what are you going to learn from that? Because I, I tell you, you talk to some of the most successful people in the world and the most successful people in their industry, most of them could tell you about their car being repossessed at some point in their lives. Failure is a part of being an entrepreneur. You're never going to succeed unless you risk failure. So taking action is part of that. And I, I can't tell you you're going to be successful. I, I can't say that I'm going to be successful, but I'm going to go down fighting, taking action, doing my best to take the ideas I have in my head and putting them into a plan and actually executing on them. And here's a perfect example. I'm an introvert. My natural status is not being in front of the microphone. My business, Someone Talk Media, is about being behind the microphone. I'm only here doing this because this is part of me getting to the next level about taking action, taking, seeing what it's like from the other perspective when I help clients create their own podcasts, 
Well, I got to create my own podcast if I'm going to tell other people how to do it, even though I've been creating talk radio for over 20 years. And I joined a networking group. Again, I'm an introvert. I'm not necessarily a great networker. So what do I do? I take a specific action to put myself in a position to be uncomfortable that's telling me that's the thing that I should be doing. A lot of times, and we've said this before, being uncomfortable is a great indication that you're doing the right thing, that you're doing something new that doesn't feel familiar, that's getting yourself out of the box and putting you closer to the success that you're looking to achieve. That's awesome, man. Taking action. You just keep telling me all the different steps that we've talked about in previous episodes you are so self-aware and you're taking advantage of that self-awareness by challenging yourself in so many ways that you didn't probably realize you were deficient in and now you're you're no longer deficient in those areas you no longer feel when you go into that networking group it's not nearly as daunting as it was the the first day you know, honestly, I, I woke up this morning feeling nervous about it, but I'm like, okay, well, then I'm going to feel nervous about it until I, I'm not. That's right. And one day you'll be, probably look forward to going. Number five, stop trying to do everything yourself. It's okay to ask for help. Go with that because that is so important. It's okay to ask for help. And we've talked about this before too. If you can delegate, delegate. There might be things that other people know how to do better than you. And so, you know, what might take you three hours to do might take them one hour. And that frees up three hours of your day. I'm with you. Are you with me? You have to ask for help. I mean, listen, maybe that's hiring somebody to help you or... Maybe it's full-time, maybe it's part-time, maybe it's just an hour. Maybe you don't have enough money. If you're not making money, maybe you are not at a point to do that. But maybe get, get a relative. Ask him for help. Ask, ask advice. Get a relative. You know, David, you got kids, man. Put those guys to work. Yeah, I've got them on a little <laughs> wheel and they're running and they're creating energy. And it's like better than solar power. There you I mean. go. No, but seriously, I mean, you, I, I'm sure that there are probably things that you could, if you went to, to your wife, Kim, or, or your kids and said, hey, you know, daddy needs help with this. If you could help me out, I would really appreciate it. I'll pay you in candy. Well, just here, here's a very candid uh, admission. I was like really down the other day. I, like I was, I, I didn't have any work. Uh, I had finished all of my podcasting work and I had sort of like a down day. And when I went, when I have days where I don't have any active work that I need to get accomplished, sometimes my self-doubts get a hold of me and I don't think about the things that I actually do need to do that are not the bread and butter of podcast production. And you know what? I told my wife, I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling unmotivated. Help. And you know what? She wouldn't have known what I was going through unless I said something to her. Or I could have gotten on the phone with my brother saying, you know what? I'm just not feeling it today. I'm not feeling like I'm able to live up to what I want to be able to do. And that's a really, really powerful thing to do. And especially on the darkest days, think about what other people can do to just get you over that hump and get you past that period and over to your next goal. And I'd love to hire somebody. 
<laughs> and we're, we're working hard. We're taking action and responsibility so we can get to the place where we can start hiring people. Um, number six, be consistent. Probably the most important one on this list. Because it really informs a lot of what the other thing is, is doing. Morning routine, consistency. Accepting responsibility for everything, consistency. Taking action consistently. Stop trying to do everything yourself and think that you are a jack of all trades that could do a great job at everything. Or a robot. Or consistently think of how other people, or a robot, yeah. Think about how other people can help you consistently. Especially if you explain to them what you're doing, say, hey, I'm trying to you know, remake my life. I'm trying to be the best person I can be. And I'm trying to free up some time so that I can focus on my goals. If you could do A, B, and C for me, that would free up two hours of my day and be really helpful to me. I can't believe that somebody would say no to that. If they do, then get them out of there. Yeah, it's a, this is a, actually a really good way of also finding out who is in your corner and who really has your back. And that's where the morning routine is a great place to start yourself up to be consistent and set yourself up. So when, when things go crazy, when things don't go as planned, you're still able to get in the, the elements of your day that you think are important, the highest priority things. And also they have done studies where they found that maybe spending three or four hours on something in one day and then not going back to it for a few weeks later, those things never get done as opposed to doing something 30 minutes every day. You will get that done. So think about that. Think about how you spend your time. Are you motivated in the beginning and you just, you know, you work and work and work and work and work and you burn yourself out and then you're like, ah, and you come back to it a month later and you have to start all over again. Instead of just doing, you know, 30 minutes, you don't have 30 minutes in the day, 30 minutes you spend focused on one task every day, it'll eventually get done. I'm inspired by that. And I think that, listen, there's some things in my life that I've been sporadic with. Consistency, I, I need to work on consistency. There's no doubt about it. And that takes taking responsibility for what I need to get done and then being consistent about it and holding myself accountable for whether it does, you know, and patting yourself on the back. If you're able to be consistent and you're able to do that and that's not maybe what your natural way might be, Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself an affirmation that, yeah, I, I kicked ass at that. And sometimes I think people, and this isn't on our list, but we, you got you to gotta stop for a minute and say, good job. A job well done and believe it. Actually, you can go a step further and reward yourself with something when you complete a task. A cookie? Give yourself a treat. I don't recommend cookies or yeah, I don't recommend that because you, you, you turn out fat if you're going to reward yourself every time you, but you can get yourself a nice hat. <laughs> so whatever, whatever you like, a nice, a nice, a nice cap <laughs> with a feather, go down to the local head nice and get yourself a, uh, 
a little beret for your pleasure. Sure, raspberry. Raspberry beret. There you go. All right, and number seven, another important one. I think we were sort of alluding to it right now. Believe in yourself. And again, this has to be conscious and unconscious. It is not something that, I mean, some of us were born into families where we were told, you know, believe in yourself, you could do anything, you know, that sort of thing. That just wasn't something that was said to me. It wasn't something that was a mantra. Uh, and I have had thoughts going on where I don't believe in myself and it holds me back. And this is one I definitely struggle with. And again, that's why I think that I'm going to add looking, and I tried this yesterday, looking in the mirror and saying some things positive about what's going on for me and what I've been doing for myself and taking a, a moment to reaffirm the hard work that I'm doing and that I could do it, that I could do it. I can do it. I can do it. And I think the struggle you go through is probably common with most people they are in that position because that's what they think they're worth. They think that uh, this is the best I can do. And so I'm just stuck here in this rut with my thumb up my butt. But the truth is, is that you can do whatever you want other than, you know, fly maybe, but unless you're from Krypton, but you can do whatever you want if you just focus and organize yourself and do the proper things that successful people do. There's nothing different between you and successful people other than they've done it. Right. That's and they it. put in the hard work to do it. It's not just going to happen. It's not just, we're not, you know, people that play the lottery and they're playing the lottery and hoping for, I mean, God bless you if you can afford it. And if you're not depending on it, but it's not going to happen for you, or it's only going to happen for a tiny, tiny fraction of human beings. You're, you're only on this planet for so long. If you're waiting for lightning to strike and riches to fall, you're going to be disappointed in your life. You're going to die broke. Emotionally broke is probably even more significant than financially broke. <laughs> but this is like, how do you want to live your life? Go out and do it. All right, so that has been seven lifestyle changes you need to adopt to be a success, seven ways by Evan Carmichael. So thank you, Evan, for that. D Dave, do you have any others that you wanted to add for our show today that we are talking about healthy habits that people might want to adopt? Well, I just wanted to mention a few other ones that I have implemented that have really uh, made a difference. The first, and I think that this should be a priority of everyone is diet and exercise and a proper diet is so important as far as how you're going to function throughout the day if you're eating crap all day then your brain and your body are not going to be working efficiently you eat crap you're going to feel like crap junk in junk out simple as that so you know i've been talking to you about your diet and exercise because i know that's something that that you need to improve on and want to improve on. So I was just wondering if there's any changes that you may have made, is you, any, anything you may have cut out of your diet? 
You know, I wouldn't say I've cut out anything. I think that I'm trying to cook more. I think if I'm cooking more, I'm eating crap less. And I think that will lead to eating more healthy. And the more you have to cook, the more you're mindful of what you're putting in your body. Awesome. That's a, that, that's a good thing. You know, I started doing the keto diet, which I'm not going to critique or recommend to anyone right now. But I will say one good thing I do like about the keto diet is that you eliminate sugar from your diet. And I think that is something that everyone should do, whether they're doing keto or not. Sugar is a poison, basically, that we put in our body. And, and I think it's the cause of a lot of our illness and premature death. I can tell the, the I had a lot of inflammation in my back and, and shoulders, which has definitely improved since I've cut out sugar. So if I was going to recommend something, I would just say try to cut out sugar for for a week or so. Stop drinking soda, stop drinking juice, just drink water. That's another one of my uh, habits is you have to hydrate. I mean, you have to drink a lot of water every day. And I'm not talking about one little bottle. I'm talking about a half a gallon of water every day would be great. And, and if you cut out soda and juice and replace it with water, you probably find it pretty easy to drink that much water. Or, and this is something that I do, pour half juice, half water. If you don't like the taste of water or you're uh, afraid that you're not going to do it just because like, I'm not going to drink water. I like my juice. Do half water, do half juice. See where that takes you. And then try do a quarter juice in the rest of it water and see how that does you. I threw out half my pantry and half my refrigerator because I had, I had no idea hot dogs, pickles, corn syrup in pickles. I'm talking about dill pickles, not even the sweet pickles. You know, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Yes. All right. So take out sugar. Any other dietary or other tricks that we should be adding to our healthy habits? Yeah, I think that if you hydrate, cut out soda and sugar as much as possible. And like you said, I cut out takeout food and started cooking for myself. And, and not only is that great for your health, but it's also great for your wallet. You know, saves you a lot of money. Takeout food is not cheap. Cha-ching. It's full of processed sugars and salts. And who knows what else is in that food. Yeah, let's not even get into that. Nobody wants to know what's in their food because it's not good. Next week's show, we're going to be focusing on what successful people do in order to be successful. Yes. We're going to talk about Mel Robbins and Tony Robbins and all the Robbins. Any any Robbins? All the Robbins. Tim Robbins. If you're a Robbins, let us know because we'll bring you on the show. Right. Robin Robbins from ESPN. And please, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe. And even more importantly, remember to share. If you like what we're doing, share it with somebody. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share, share, share. We really, really appreciate taking what we're doing and showing it and spreading the word and letting other people know. Uh, You could reach me on Twitter at David Guggenheim or online. You could visit my company website, someonetalkedmedia.com. Would happy to make podcasting like this something accessible to you. 
And you can reach me on Twitter at David Wine, the number nine. That's David, W-E-I-N, the number nine. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love. This has been a production of someone talked media.com.